In episode one, we looked at how in the 70s and 80s, the northeast music scene had quite possibly the strongest pulse it's ever had. From the world's biggest artists descending upon Newcastle City Hall, to the region itself having some of the world's biggest names. We looked unsuitable until we hit the 90s. Well, we still had the odd success story, and we still had big artists from around the world coming to say hi, the number of mainstream success stories from our region started to dwindle. But why did this happen? And was the decline as bad as it looked? I'm Chrissy Cameron, and welcome to episode two of The Beat of the Northeast. In the 90s, the charts were dominated by dance tracks, especially ones from Kevin and Perry. Remember that film, Kevin and Perry Go Large? Tracks like Darude Sandstorm were dominating the charts, with the odd local band or artist sneaking in every once in a while. Whether it was Knicky in the 90s, or the Future Heads in the early noughties, we were still being heard, but why did the hype around the northeast start to die a little? Frankie, who we spoke to in episode one, had some great insights, and so did this guy. I'm Lee Hawthorne, and I am a social media journalist for BBC Radio Newcastle. I think it's just a case of, we're not London, we're not really even a major city as such. You know, you, you look at Manchester, you look at uh, Birmingham, you look at even like Glasgow, and even the, the likes of Leeds, and we're definitely kind of below those in terms of size and stature for most cases. And so I think music, like anything, just, you know, we're, we're so far down the pecking order in terms of um, stature, but then also geographically, we're so far away from London and even Manchester and Leeds, it's a good three, four hours to uh, kind of get here. So I think as far as the people who are of any sort of importance and influence, you know, for them to get here, um, never mind want to get here, just is a bit harder than anywhere else in the country just about so i think that's kind of a big part of it um why it went from being decent and then fell off i've got no idea but i think as far as why it's so hard to get people to pay attention to the northeast especially musically um i think it's a lot to do with like just the geography of the fact that the northeast is so far away from everywhere else there's always creatives being kind of doing really well in their own stratospheres but i understand what you mean by a kind of momentum of commercial success but I guess, you know, you could look at the um, someone like Sam Fender now from Newcastle. I think, you know, he doesn't get much bigger than him in terms of what he does. And, 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 and you know, and if, it, if it takes two or three years for the next successor to the throne to come through, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, that's just one of those things. But I don't know, I, I wouldn't be too worried about momentum of who's going to be the next, you know, an act to break through. There's Tom, Tom Smith as well from Sunderland. He was, you know, getting... In his music in the right places and spaces and seems to be doing good in his own stratosphere. But again, the, the goalposts are moving all the time, so what is success now? There is a lot to unpack here. Lee was spot on when he talked about accessibility being a big issue because we're not London, we're not Manchester, and it is harder to connect with local music scenes around the UK. On top of that, we don't have the industry connections we don't have anything really to kind of propel artists to the next level. So Lee was spot on there. And yes, you might be thinking, anyone can make a song nowadays. You know, why why don't we have someone that has like propelled the scene into the next level? And 
it's because of that industry side of things. You do need to know how to do certain things when it comes to uh, the music industry. And this has meant that very few artists have been able to slip through the cracks. So what is it that artists are missing and need to know? Probably the biggest one is just education. Whenever I've kind of spoke to artists who, um, on any level, whether they've kind of just started out, right up to they've been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years, um, I think a lot of them kind of incredible musicians, but just don't know like anything really about the industry side. And it's no fault of their own because that information is quite often kind of gate kept and not really kind of readily handed out. And it's also because there's nobody to hand it out from because it's just never been given from the likes of scenes in London and Leeds and all that sort of stuff where they've kind of made systems and infrastructures that means that they can have a kind of pipeline of artists who can kind of get through because they're passing on the information and there's the um, accessibility that I already mentioned there. Um, I think a lot of artists don't really know about um, bloggers and uh, PRs and booking agents and all that sort of stuff and actually how much of that they can probably do themselves with a bit of information on what they actually are and what they do. Along with some good points from Lee, I spoke to Nicola the label boss behind Northern Baby Records, who have helped some of the best urban talent from the region break through. Even just knowing like, how to get money from music, a lot of artists aren't really aware that things like PRS and PPL exist, which is where you can collect royalties every time that your music is like played on radio or TV, and like, even live performances. Um, and like I think just in general, even... Just networking and connections, working with other songwriters. I think a lot of the time this scene, everyone can be quite like individual. But I think the more that everyone comes and works together, I think it'll just make the scene better. Like Lee said, so much of the industry side of things is locked behind record labels and by other local music scenes. And Nicola, I hope you don't take any offence to this. But if artists had that information, most artists might not need things like record labels, uh, if they knew how things were and how they were able to, to thrive. Our music scene might have a slightly weaker pulse than it once did, but instead we have focused on local events and ways for artists to get a boost from their local peers. Lee has been flying the flag for musicians at the BBC and Nicola's label has become massive, so let's hear about what their work in the region involves. I feel like there's quite a lot of different things that we try and do. Um, so we obviously do the label stuff where we'll help a lot of artists. So we do focus on rap, R&B and Afrobeats, just because that is generally where my knowledge lies due to like the jobs and roles that I had in London. Um, and basically, we just help to like really elevate marketing, um, branding and just like the PR side of music because... I think a lot of the time people may not have the budget or just may not have the knowledge to really push songs. They might just drop a video and then expect it to do crazy numbers. But in reality, even when you look at major artists, they all have a marketing strategy around it. Um, so we really help to push that. And even on top of that, we do a lot of community work as well, where we'll go into schools, host panels and workshops, just to encourage people like the younger generation that there is actually careers in the music industry and even if you're not an artist like you can still make a living from it as long as you have the networking connections so I think as long as we all understand that it's kind of it will just continuously grow
I think having worked through uh, BBC Introducing is probably kind of the main one in terms of what I've been a part of. Um, introducing, although not necessarily a perfect tool, um, is certainly one of the better ones in terms of um, helping level in the playing field a little bit. Um, and having, you know, anybody can upload to BBC Introducing. And while there has to be, obviously, talent there, there's not really much influence. There is a little bit that isn't really spoken about, but there is very little um, influence in terms of who's got a manager, who's got plugger, who's got radio player. I think an artist on their own could very much do something just on their own through introducing. And while um, it's not the big all and end all, there's obviously a lot more like, you know, gigs and stuff like that. Um, I think introducing is definitely kind of a good tool, which when I was there anyway, what I experienced in terms of helping people at least get to the next step. It's not necessarily going to get you all the way to like superstardom or anything like that, but I think it can take you from kind of just starting out to maybe getting a bit of regional recognition and then possibly from regional recognition to national recognition um, on a maybe smaller level. And that is just a tiny bit of what's going on. We've got Generator here have made connections around the UK and put on amazing live events along with venues like The Independent and Sunland, who we'll hear from in a future episode, Little Buildings in Newcastle. There's also magazines like Narc promoting artists and projects like the Young Musicians Project. There's so much happening, and we'll be speaking to some of these people later in the series. We mightn't see as much mainstream success as we once did, and because of that, it has become harder to break through, with many artists not knowing how to really slip through and go to the next level. But that's okay, as there's so much going on locally. Which leads us to our next episode. Where is our scene now? <laughs>